0: And welcome to the podcast.
1: I am
0: Ross, <laughs> and I am Phil. And today, my friend, we are going to be having a barbecue. Do you know? And what do you know? What we're going to be putting on the barbecue? Foul. Is it? Mm, uh, mm. see what I did there. See what I did. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> is it
1: going to be? Is it going to be a Irish barbecue?
0: I think it might well be. Um, you,
1: when 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 you when you go through the podcast, could you add a lilting violin <laughs> music? Every time I go for oh, uh, Ireland? Just add like even even go go wrong with it and just add Braveheart because that's not Irish, <laughs> but
0: it's about, about as legitimate. So so ladies and gentlemen, today.
1: Wait 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 wait. You've got to Ireland. <laughs>
0: Today we are going to be talking about Artemis Fowl But before we get there, Ross, how the devil are you? (laughs) Well I've been thinking about going on a holiday To Ireland (laughs) Fiddly diddly, fiddly diddly, fiddly (laughs) diddly To to meet the Irish How how am I?
1: I'm, I'm a mixture
0: of Oh, goody, lockdown's easing
1: with, oh, Jesus, lockdown's
0: lifting. Um, (laughs) I know, see, I know this feeling, right? I know this feeling. I hosted a, or or I put together a webinar this week with a a TB psychologist, a a lovely lady called Emma Kenny. And I asked her the question, you know, like, because I've been, you know me, I was doing thousands of miles on the trains before all of this, and Mm. and up to London and travel and everything else. Mm. And now I'm actually almost scared to leave my house.
1: So when you talk about trains, obviously, well, anyone who knows me at all probably knows of my Twitter rants about the trains. Southern. Just simple routes like London to Brighton. So, uh, what they so, call Southern. Southern,
0: Southern Fail, really right? names. How,
1: That's Southern Fail. That's how long it's been since I've taken a train. Can I just tell you the most romantic thing that my girlfriend Jenny has said to me? Go on. Like we were talking about, because we've booked a weekend in Brighton tentatively for the beginning of July. All being Excellent. well, obviously we'll check everything. Ooh. We'll check Ooh. everything. Well, I finally get to meet yeah. your lovely other half. Please, please, it'd be wonderful. You'll see, she's not just a glove puppet or my imagination.
0: I, um, I was going with CGI. To she's be a, fair. She's a real
1: human. Yes, I'm, hopefully I'm not just hallucinating. <laughs> That'd be so funny. We came
0: yeah. down, like, this is Jenny, and I'm like <laughs> yes, Ross there's hello, literally Jenny. no one there. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. no it'd, be, it'd be like a broom with a dress and
0: yeah. a, like,
1: <laughs> a grab choke mask. A Groucho Mark's mask, and you're kind of going, Yes, hello, Jenny. Uh, Hi. Wow. Jenny. Okay, it's really bad. Guys, it's really bad. And, <laughs> you're messaging a and, and, and group. Guys, it's really bad. How does this work? Can't you tell? In all honesty, the most romantic thing that she said, that Jenny has said to me, is your days of having to travel to Brighton by train are over. Like when you think about what that is, particularly on the weekends, yeah, that is that is relationship that, that is like sacrifice for love that I cannot begin to quantify. When you think about just the hassle of a network card,
0: yeah, <laughs> just at <that>. the same point, <laughs> though, that if she said it a slightly different way, that could be quite creepy. Could it could be a, yeah, your yeah. days of going <laughs> yeah. to London are over,
1: yeah, your day, yes, that's true. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it's always thought about it like that, and and much like our, yeah. our our main our main topic of conversation today, it's all in the delivery, Ross. That is true. You're so true. let's You're catch true. up on the films we've seen, but let's let's do our most recent film. Other, oh, than... hang on, hang on, hang on. I haven't actually finished how I'm feeling. Oh, sorry. Yes, <laughs> and no, I haven't
1: sorry. asked you how. I haven't asked you
0: how. You yeah, I'm. I, I, um, so <laughs> I, I went into like um. I went into fucking podcast pilot mode. Exactly. Uh,
1: well, well, that's that's professional. <laughs> okay. So the other the 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 most positive thing about this week is yesterday uh being the friday
0: was i am vengeance retaliation hello america day yes um, it was and i was going to talk to you about that how how has it been i read uh i read a a, um you had a review in variety i mean that's pretty cool right i have to say that that blew my mind
1: and what blew my mind particularly was on the whole aside from the end which was you know negative on the whole most of it was quite positive, like, yeah, like, on, on the whole, that kind of blew my mind. I feel it was a shame, just on a personal note, that it kind of finishes on a bummer
0: because that's kind of yeah. how people would But basically, but what he read said it, is, it when you read it, there's okay stuff yeah. in there, which I blew mean, my if he, but what he basically said was, if you like action movies, you're like, if you like, if you like cheap, like that, that kind of low budget 80s kind of like to the point action movie, like, you're gonna like this. And I'm like, dude you've completely whatever this movie was you've sold it to me you basically do you like 80s action movies where there's a lot of action yeah i mean like hopefully
1: that's you know the vibe yeah i just it was only it was only right here when i just felt it kind of went oh oh, okay like and by the way who am i to get like i think it's amazing that we got a review in variety as well as plenty of other my favorite thing so far though is on imdb we have two. The first two audience reviews have been one-star reviews. Oh, excellent!
0: Which have been amazing. i was just, going I am to that. just
1: I am just going to read these quickly because. Oh, hard. nice.
0: Hold on. Yeah, um, I'm going to pull these up as well. Oh,
1: hang on a minute. Has it? Have they gone?
0: Wait a second. Let me just refresh. No, two users. We had... Two user. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, here. yeah, we
1: do. Sorry, mate. Dis- brutal. So, brutal. Lovely. That's that's the second one. But the first, the first review, the first review uh, was. Hang on, because it says warning spoilers. Right, the first review was why you it's it's with an apostrophe sucks. So that's pretty no good.
0: capital yeah. I. Either. Why
1: are you asking? Don't any movie that comes out before being reviewed sucks. That's the number one rule. So first of all, if a film hasn't been screened to an audience yet, how can there be any audience reviews? But secondly, there's about half a dozen industry reviews on there. So that's just a troll. And by the way, I know how I'm sounding. I I, I do genuinely find it funny rather than offensive, but it's like. There are a bunch of reviews on there, but just got audience reviews. Secondly, the next one was brutal. Yeah, one one out of ten. Thank you. Um, in all fairness, like like again, it doesn't really. There's a bit where he goes, the guy who plays John Gold is probably one of the worst actors, and I use that word very lightly. Oh, let <laughs> <I never> <laughs> Are you how is the worst light? I don't quite understand how that works. I can only say to you. To go wash your hair or wash you hair because they're very good uh, writers, or or walk the dog, which I agree that's good, or have an early night as this movie is really that bad. And I guarantee you, neither of them. Well, there's no way the
0: first one watched it. So thank you everyone for that. That was amazing. I I genuinely
1: think it's quite funny. I
0: I I have to say, like you know, like compared to yeah, if if if. know and i've not seen i am and i'm sure you know i'm going to enjoy it like not because of you but because it definitely sounds like (laughs) my kind of bag right but trust me you could have Stu bennett on screen doing shakespeare in a fake irish accent and there is no way that i would enjoy that less than artemis fowl well yeah exactly right um, yeah. so, no, but great. I mean, yeah, variety. That's fucking fantastic, man.
1: We've had you know, some amazing actually. reviews. I mean, obviously, <laughs> a lot of the people reviewing are, you know, action oriented. I won't yeah. dismiss that. But I have been overjoyed overall by the reaction, and and also, I mean, and obviously, that's I'm it obviously
0: has nineteen fight scenes.
1: It is it is almost nonstop. It's, it's 19 almost, fight it's, scenes. It's almost. It was. I think one of the reviews talks about how how good he actually is, but it's just a shame that it like something about character development. And, and like, first of all, I'm not going to defend anything too much because you need to watch the film. First of all, there is character development, but I'm not going to pretend that it's uh, uh, the insider <laughs> or something. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not going to pretend that it's you know Hamlet or whatever. Um But there is. But you do kind of wonder, when some when some reviewers bring up certain things about the film, which is fine, like, like I, by the way, I don't object to any way. some people bring up things that you just didn't even think of in a, in a very positive way, that they'll say, some one review said, I can't even, but you kind of go, oh, they noticed that, that's really nice, do you know what I mean? Like, it's funny that, that on a positive note, it's funny how some people will mention something that you'd kind
0: of long ago forgotten about yeah. as part of the story. No, I think, I think that's go, really oh, cool, that's right? Of- um, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, so um, in terms of that, our coverage here on the podcast, we are putting together, we're putting together a team. Mm. It's a good team. And we're going to do a, uh, a a whole episode with um, a load of the cast from I Am Vengeance uh, Retaliation. Apparently, I'm also being told by my 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 celebrity booker that we're also getting a director on, which is quite cool. <laughs> he's he's very available. Yeah, very available. I've heard uh, super available. And cheap. So, my favourite yeah, type, my two so, favourite things. So, we're going to do a podcast on that. And um, for, obviously, for, for objectivity's sake, right, I, I've got to be kind of, you know, we can't sit here and go, I'm going to do a podcast. And it's uh, so, we're going to we're going yeah. to do something different on that podcast. We're going to get the casting, we're going to talk about the film a bit, and we'll do some other stuff on that as well. Yeah. So, that's going to be cool. Um, right. and,
1: and I'll say just that point, I want, I always want honest. <laughs> it's, it's all very, you know, the thing that you also don't want is you don't want 10 out of 10 reviews.
0: No, like I mean, it's not. Sort of, like, have... It's it, well,
1: if seriously, if someone feels that way, that's amazing, and thank we, you. We may you have discussed about...
0: this one before, Mister. Yeah, White. we have. We have.
1: <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, I would rather, I would rather there be honesty in
0: in all of that, good
1: and
0: yeah. bad. You know. Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally with you on that, right? I think it's it's it's. You know, I would like to if if the films that we did together had a few more ten stars. <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. That would <laughs> be nice. Uh, but so right, let's talk about what we've seen and not seen, um, and let's l- let's look at it without the lens of Artemis fool. because <clears throat> we'll we'll talk about that. Do you mean? Do you bit. mean a love
1: tiddly, letter? Tiddly, tiddly, tiddly. The love letter to Ireland. Ireland. Artemis Fowl.
0: Artemis
1: Fowl. Artie. Is his name Artie? Anyway, let's
0: talk about it later. He don't care. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would have been the best review. I literally don't care. I literally don't care. So let's start with our um most recent, other than Artemis Fowl. Uh, Fowl. Mm. So um, when you
1: say recent, do you mean the most recently made, like the like yeah, the latest? Yeah. Okay, all right. So just, do you want
0: to go? you go first. Yeah, you. Oh,
1: go. Okay. So aside from Artemis Fowl, Artemis. um, I, <laughs> my most recent film, which was also the last film, That I watched was a film called VFW, which
0: oh, is a, it's on Netflix,
1: right? It is on Netflix. It is... I mean, the way I describe it, it is mega-violent, uber-gory, fun-but-messy siege movie. Um, oh,
0: it, it, you had me at hello. Like,
1: yeah. Um, I, it stars... I know people know but it stars Bill Sadler, Martin Coe, Fred Williamson, Stephen Lang. Uh, and there's some other people in it, of course. Uh, and also, oh, David Patrick Kelly's
0: in it, which is oh, great. Oh, fuck! So, hold on. Yeah. I... I heard about this film from someone like last year, I think. Yeah, but it's just come out here. That's yeah, I and like, I've heard it's like it's pretty intense, right? It is. It's very funny. <clears throat> the neon gets a bit because it's
1: all set in this bar and it's all very neony. And after a while, I found that a little bit grating, like a little bit. But but it, I mean, it still gives it an aesthetic, and it's got a very you know carpenter vibe, which is nice. The music's kind of cool. There are times in films these days that I find... Because it is kind of like what you would call like an OTT violent movie, right? Which is cool. Yeah. Like, that's cool. There are times in films these days where I'm sort of a bit sick of, like, seven-minute stretches of films where everyone's just screaming and the music is as loud as possible and the, like, and everything is, like, ramped up to 12. And, and I do appreciate that stuff. But sometimes you sit there going, how loud is my TV right now? Like, what the hell? Like, why... You know what I mean? Sometimes you just kind of go, is this. Not not is it good, because all of that shit is the stuff will be like in general, right? But then you think back to things like. I don't know if this is a fair comparison, but if you think back to something like um, um, uh, Demon Night, like uh, yeah. you know, Tales from the Crypt, which I just love, and again, Bill Sadler, and it's a siege movie with sort of monsters, not that these are real monsters, but they're like. They call them hypos. They're these, like, addicts, like, pumped up on. It's a bit like Bane, like, all pumped up on horrible shit attacking them and it, it, it's fun but you think back to demon knight and there's it's just it's more witty and it and there's loads of great sequences and set pieces but it's less i don't i don't know how to explain it it's just i just feel like both things are better meted out over there running yeah no I, I know sense. what you mean so, but look, overall, it is super It is super <laughs> enjoyable. Seeing these old guys together, I, you know, I, they're all amazing. Like, you can tell they're taking advantage of those characters, like, really making the most of yeah. the opportunity to get those characters. That's all great. Of In many ways, I almost wanted to see more of just them being buddies, kind of. You, cool. you, you know what I mean? Um, but it's a really enjoyable, contained, it's proper gory, like, romp. So... Yeah, like I, th- I think if I was in my twenties at the moment, I think it was absolutely amazing. Nice. And now someone who's just kind of grown up a bit more, it's very good. Like I think I gave it like six and a half, seven, just because. Okay. it totally, hey, look,
0: it totally does what it's supposed to do. You know, I, re- I, I do recommend it. Yeah, definitely. I'm. 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 Before, by the way, before I get to my my most recent film, mm. um, I just went on to Netflix and added that to my my playlist. Mm. I don't know what the fuck has happened to Netflix this week, but they have had an influx of proper decent stuff.
1: Yes, I've seen that. Like, I like, like of stuff that's now,
0: yeah, to watch. yeah, like The Karate Kid. I mean, you, I know you have thoughts on that, but The Karate Kid is on there. I've just noticed there's like, um, like <laughs> Primal Fear is on there. That's a fa- That's a fantastic <clears> I've just added that back to my list. It's I'm fantastic. just like, I love that film so much. Mm. you you got Boys in the Hood has just come on yep. here. you got, I mean, I know again, you're not a fan, but Creed 2. It's like, you yeah, know, Fruitville exactly Station, Training Day, oh, Lincoln amazing. Lawyer, Goodfellas. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's this. Like,
1: why did it take him so long? Well, why is it take so I long know. to get those tools
0: on there? Disturbia, which I know is Shia Booth, but
1: it's I, all about that was that was Shia LaBeouf before Shia LaBeouf it, became Shia Booth.
0: Great oh, Escape? Great. <laughs> and I wrote Half to Speed Up for
1: a while, actually. I I okay. Great on,
0: Escape's yeah. on there, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. fucking one of my favourite films of all time. Anyway, so most recent film I saw uh, was a uh, Tarantino... Oh, so wh- I haven't used this phrase since the 90s, but mm-hmm. a, a Tarantino-esque mm-hmm. uh, crime thriller... Um, with, a, with 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 an eclectic cast of famous people, a split time frame narrative, and Ooh. characters trying to be super cool, It's Arkansas. It is, it it Arkansas? is yeah. Arkansas. <laughs> Arkans, Arkans, <laughs> Arkans? It's Arkansas. That's how you Arkans. pronounce it, Arkansas. Yeah. I think they yeah. pronounce Arkansas Arkans in the in the film. Anyway. Do they? Pretty likely. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm. Wrong. Maybe you are. But basically, it's it's like being it's it's like being. In 1999, when all of those kind of Tarantino ripoff films started, so you
1: coming had like out. Killing Zoe and, the, and uh, what was the one?
0: Two Days in the Valley and all, and, that? and uh, yeah, um, uh, oh god, the one with Andy Garcia, the Hitman oh, one. Uh, oh,
1: uh, Things to Do in Denver
0: When You're Dead. Things <laughs> to Do When You're Dead and I love that film. They, they, and yeah, you know, some of them have merit, some of them don't. But it's and it just feels like that. And it also for an for an hour for an hour and fifty odd minute film. Mm. It literally got about halfway through, and I was like, Fuck me, am I watching the mini series version of this? Right. It felt really so now. Great cast. Vince Vaughn's amazing. Josh Brolin's daughter um, is in it, and she's really good. Oh cool. um, yeah, you know, when you're looking at someone, you're like, I had to look her up because I'm like, fuck me, you look so familiar. And then I saw Josh Brolin and I couldn't unsee Josh Brolin after that. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, it's it it was fine. I gave it a five. That might be a little harsh. But at the same point, I'm like, if this had come out in the 90s, I probably would have forgiven it slightly more. Right. But it's about 20 years late, you know. Oh, okay. Um, And I'll just jump straight into it because it's not overly exciting either. But the last non-recent film I saw, Mm. I I don't know if we spoke about this last time, Um, I watched Twister. Oh, there's been a really weird uptake of Twister. I don't know what's going know on. right there's
1: a bunch of po- there's a bunch of podcasts that suddenly did Twister, and
0: I think it's because on Netflix, on Amazon Prime. I think that's probably yeah, maybe, what it is.
1: Maybe maybe it, it's kind of <laughs> weird. To, like I think that's quite strange. Like I mean, it's a good film. Like and also, um, um, Scream Junkies did the
0: uh, Twister. You know, like the um.
1: Yeah. Uh, when they do the tra- Honest Trailer. Yeah. Yeah. No, that I was noticed something, that. that
0: it's like, what's going on? What's Literally, happening? The second after I watched it, I, I went on to um, YouTube and I saw the Honest Trailer and I was like, well, that's just fucking weird.
1: I'm wondering if um, I'm
0: wondering if um, has it just come out on Blu-ray or something? No, like, like, because just why are people suddenly doing just like, it's oh, it's really a bizarre, film, isn't it? Movie. Yeah. It's you know what? It's it's got all the same problems it had 30 years ago or 28, 25 years ago, right? It's got a terrible script. The CGI, basically it's a movie that exists to wank CGI on the screen. Um, But the only thing that makes it slightly better than it did is knowing that two of the cast is two of the fucking great actors just aren't with us anymore. Yeah. Like, and I totally forgot Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it. Of course. Yeah, of course. Totally forgot he was in it. And I was like, oh fuck. So it's not just Paxton. It's It's, it's him as well yeah but i like i like carrie elby's in it yeah carrie elby's i love the fact that there's an evil an evil evil. it's like as the honest trailer said it's like like guy takes yeah guy guy (laughs) takes grant money to develop scientific product yeah guy is evil it's like mm. i know I just love that idea though. I just think that's really funny. Like, wow. <laughs> like, uh, so that, that was the last kind of, um, and actually, d- d- before you do yours, just really quickly, um, one of our mutual friends posted something on Facebook yesterday about how Aliens now has a warning for for culturally in a, insensitive material before it, and I'm just like,
1: oh uh, yeah, there's a big that's been a big thing online. Really. Yeah funny funnily enough, a mate of mine has just well, uh, uh, a very uh, a stunt guy we both know has just messaged me saying literally just messaged me while you you've said that I'm busy being offended. Not only wasn't Vasquez a real Latino, there was a guy in Alien Three playing a character from Guildford who was actually a man from Watford.
0: <laughs> but like that's brilliant. Like, <laughs> so Sky have also put the warning before Flash Gordon, and I can only assume that it's because do Ming uh, the Merciless right isn't Chinese. Chinese. And, and I'm like, he's a fucking alien. Even though that's racist in itself. Yeah, and he, he's an alien, right? He's so not. By the way, have have they put warnings before Bond films where like Sean Connery knocks women around? Oh like, Jesus fucking that? Christ! I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna hit, have they, saying, if, look, they that, look, if we want to if we want to be consistent, that. like the Bond films are as fucked as mm-hmm. Gone with the Wind and racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, like, like, fuck me. There's
1: literally like like um. They're going to say take. We have to remember this time when Taker was first released, like theatrically before everyone went, oh, it's actually brilliant. And,
0: but the newspapers
1: all gave it like one and a half stars and called it. Total film
0: ruined it. Yeah. It was so racist. Funny. Racist. Like, like if it's racist and so is James Bond. Like what are I you mean, talking about? Like like it's funny, isn't it? Like people are like, oh, we we must we must take off and ban Little Britain which right. I get culturally insensitive. I think mm-hmm. there are other ways to do it personally, but yes. Yeah. Um, culturally insensitive, totally get that. Um, but can I just point out, it was culturally insensitive when it came out in 2000, right? Right. We're not, it, wasn't, it, wasn't so quick, okay it wasn't made then. in 1972.
1: Right. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, exactly. At the time, it was. It was At the time, it good. was
0: pretty dodge. Yeah. Um, but, but like, really, if we're going to start putting warnings because the alien called Ming the Merciless isn't Chinese. <laughs> and I don't think that's the only reason in Flash Gordon. I could be wrong. There might be other stuff.
1: It might have um, to do with abuse of melons. You know when they do the American football season? Yeah, that's it, it, might and be... Midgets, midgets, like well, midgets, Oh, there is actually a midget thing. It's a, it's a deep boy in it. And they use him as a... Yep, as a yep. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's like... But yeah, you've, you've really got to... Like, if that's it's the awful.
0: issue, then How I'm dare sorry. They? Well, I'm sorry, but Spectre is fucked.
1: I think that... Well, I agree. And also, surely um, uh, the Hobbit films... Are because they didn't use real little people to play (laughs) hobbits. I'm, 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 like if you're gonna gonna really, if you're gonna really take this to, uh, yeah, like 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 Willow did it and Time Bandits did it, so why didn't the Hobbit films
0: do it? Yeah, and actually, Doll of the Dead didn't use real zombies. No, I disgusting. And they Top Gun did real... not use real pilots.
1: <laughs> no, it really didn't, or straight people. Not for that matters, but <laughs> in the military, <laughs> in the, in the military. <laughs> don't ask don't tell wasn't a thing then. So you know like, people, people should be so angry. They'll be angry at me now. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> really. yeah.
0: Maybe think... real, real, real real pilots really didn't they? I think we've uh, I think we may have uh yeah like
1: come in but, your time is up.
0: Like Vasquez,
1: I mean, I well, don't you know. They, they talk about the fact that she's not, you know, she's not really Latino. She's a Jewish actress
0: playing, but she, you know, in Mexico. But the character wasn't Latino. The character wasn't even fully drawn. The character was basically a yeah. badass woman called Vasquez. Yeah. Or,
1: but someone else posted the other day about like, maybe it wasn't about that. Maybe it's about the fact that they talk about like uh, being mistaken for a man. Like, there's this sort of like, this, oh. like, this like sexual innuendo, like sort of.
0: Have you ever labeling. been for a man?
1: Yeah, no. like gender, gender labeling or something. I don't like, And I don't want to be, I don't, I genuinely don't want to be dismissive of people's attitudes or that. But it's can we a stop sci-fi the movie. Yeah, it's a sci, but it's a sci-fi movie action war. Like like can we just like can, can just don't watch it? I, I'm not Could... saying they shouldn't have the warning, but I, I actually think that if you put a warning like that <clears throat> on aliens or almost anything you should be specific about what it is you're referring to. Yeah. That's what I think, because I think that people really do get to then make up their mind. If a yeah. stupid warning like that, because I think it's a stupid warning. I'm not saying that it's wrong to put a warning, but the wording is so generic. And so, Oh, maybe it's because they're, uh, maybe it's because the film is anti-xenomorph. Like it's like, um, it's anti-alien. So, so like maybe it's because all of these humans keep killing aliens that that's the problem, because, you know, we should be more receptive to yeah. aliens and just want to destroy I think, us. I think,
0: mate... I'll tell you the other one.
1: It, it to do with alien immigrants? Isn't it to, no. it to do with um, alien immigrants or something? Tell illegal alien, illegal aliens.
0: That's yeah, the, the other film is Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars is they problematic. They did not use... A, they did not use real Jedi Knights. Or aliens. Or aliens. And B, C-3PO was really a man. Yeah, playing a robot. Yeah... And, I mean, so that's
1: this like it this comes across as facetious, but that's because we are being facetious. Oh, totally. But, but, but it's like I, the thing that concerns me about all of this is, and I know it's a really—it always sounds obvious when you say, "Where do you draw the line?" No, but, but where, where do, you, but draw where do you draw the line? Where? Do what, you? where? Because if, in the future, when we ha- when we meet aliens, finally, <laughs> I don't know why aliens would ever come to Earth, given how impossible we are with each other. But let's just say we meet aliens. And they go, but they're not real aliens. You can't you can't um do that. Okay.
0: And Batman's not a real Batman. No, no, he's not. So I mean so without also, being also, right.
1: Also, Batman, also Batman dresses up as a bat in in the story because it strikes fear into the heart of criminals. Well, we shouldn't make criminals scared. We should be educating criminals and taking them in. i like, I am fully offended by Batman now.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, a really, it's a really interesting point, right? But like, uh, where do you draw it? Because if you're putting content warnings before sci-fi films like Aliens...
1: Yeah, fantasy films. You're putting content warnings before
0: fantasy films. It's like... Like, I, not only do I worry about the films we... Uh, yeah, worry about the films we've had, yeah. like... I worry about what we're gonna be making because we're gonna to get to the point oh, where sanitize, sanitized, sanitized. Oh my god, it's gonna be it's gonna be like the it's gonna be like going into it's gonna be like going into a supermarket watching a film these days. I mean that by like the film would have gone two meters social distancing, it'll have hand gel, it'll have a face mask, it will be actually impossible to offend anyone. Yeah. Well, of course, that's that's the goal, right? Anyone. And by by offending no one, you end up becoming like. Can you imagine if if like like Dave Chappelle was mm-hmm. not allowed to say anything because he's con- you know... Not just like,
1: Dave Chappelle. Look at someone like Eddie Griffin. Yeah. Who, who um. And here's a question, and I, I've got, and this is me. There's there's been a sort of a personal issue about this in the past week or so, but it doesn't matter. Um, is when is it acceptable for me? to like humor by uh, a comedian of color and i I don't like even using that phrase but let's just say a comedian of color when the comedian of color uses the word that obviously none of us are allowed to use except for people of color um and they use it all the time in their routine and i laugh am i allowed to laugh because because what that means is is that i'm finding a racial epithet sorry a slur word actually funny but it's being used by someone who is allowed to use it are white people. I'm, I'm actually serious about this question. Am I allowed to find it funny? Because I do. I, d- so am I, I don't am I know. Wrong, am I wrong? for fine, or, or let's just, let's just flip it another way. Uh, let's say a homosexual comedian or, or, or comedian of any type. It doesn't matter. Uh, whatever. Um, uh, let, let's say gender or sexuality or preference, whatever you want to call it, or ethnicity or, or like, um, Uh, jimmy o yang did an amazing stand-up set about about and racism came into that as well am i allowed to find that funny because because he he said the jokes is it is it that only chinese people are allowed to find that funny or are black people allowed to find that funny and are jewish people allowed to find that funny and, and can I... I'd can like to... I, I'd like to I'd like, I'm not fucking around. I'd actually like to know. Well, and can because I laugh... I'm not, I'm not allowed to watch a
0: comment. No, but can I laugh at a joke by a Jewish comedian... About Jews. About Jews yeah. that I find funny. Yeah, right, exactly. It's the same qu- By the way, that's the same question. It's the same... No, it is. And, 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 and like, I, I flippantly put on that post you put out this week, and we've got a mm-hmm. soft base here, but, I, 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 like, yeah, is white chicks okay? And everyone's, well, White chicks okay because it's punching... Ah, oh. there's, this, there's this whole idea about punching up and punching down
1: yeah and like, do you know what i
0: i understand i I, I totally that. understand that i also but you know think what? but
1: well have you just on this point i watched ricky gervais's routine from 2018 humanity oh, okay. and i and i i loved it I, I was and he does a whole thing about oh no what and does he do? no I, I loved it
0: no it's um, great and, but what does he yeah, say <laughs> um,
1: well well the number of times because he talks a lot about social media and being called out on social media and he, he addresses it very honestly um and he says, you know, a number of times he said, I should have stopped there. Like when he did a, you know, <laughs> which is amazing, which is amazing. But also he said, there's this whole concept. And I'm paraphrasing, of course. There's this whole concept of punching up and punching down. You know what, though? Some jokes simply don't do that. Some jokes are a witty pun in the moment, uh, uh, an image, yeah, et cetera. And it's 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 absolutely understandable why people refer to punching up and punching down. Like it, it in general, it completely makes sense. Um, and... Uh, you know, and, and I appreciate, I do appreciate what, that. I think I appreciate, I hope I do, what that means. But a bunch of jokes aren't anything to do with that.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, it, and, unless- and he talks about, and, and this is my so this is my thing as well. Yeah. The thing he specifies is, it's first of all, the jokes. Secondly, there is context and there is intent. What is the yes. intent behind the joke? Like, is it hate speech? It's, everything's debatable. But in general, is it designed to make people laugh? And there's a lot of people who do not, they're not interested in engaging with that because you know what it means? It means they're required to think. Yeah. You, you, you are required. If you're required to think someone brought up, I'll, I'll get off of the subject, sorry, but someone brought up a really interesting thing in parallel to that. It's totally separate. Um, uh, a podcast I love was talking about once upon a time in Hollywood. And apparently there was oh, something be- of an outcry. There was something of an outcry. This isn't the Bruce Lee thing. Oh,
0: the, it isn't. The, there was, Because that's fucked as well. No, well,
1: there's all of that, which I think I think all that stuff's hilarious. And I think the people who are were angry about that, I just think need to look at themselves because that's another story. Um, uh, There was the aspect of the fact that Brad Pitt's character, who we like and and is certainly a protagonist in the film, there were people apparently that were upset about the idea that he might have killed his wife. Yes, right, because and that's because it's like. Oh, someone we like might have killed. They. I mean, I have to think. I have to. I have to, like, decide whether, I... you know. And it's like, that's the story. (laughs) Like, like you, you, you can't, you can't reconcile the idea that we like this character, but that he's done some potentially done something horrifying. That's, that's like a good thing. Like, that's actually a positive thing in writing. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 you're not allowed to. There's a there's this apparently there's a bunch of people kind of go. Well, you can't do that because we're supposed to like, and it's like, yeah, people aren't one thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. know what I mean. And
1: and and there's a sort of a parallel between that and um-
0: say. Perception of jokes. Sorry, I know on, that was a no, no, no. Uh, oh, oh, one last thing on white chicks. Um I <laughs> definitely <laughs> do, we, be
1: do we need to say anything about white chicks.
0: <laughs> but I definitely think it should be banned, but not for not for any any reason of white facing okay, right. or, or whatever, just because it is right. fucking horrible. As a I don't forget.
1: There was a load of posters like sat uh comedy posters that came out not long after that film. And um um there was a poster of white chicks and the t- it was like people Had renamed films. Yeah. And it ran the titles and were like, Jesus, what the fuck's up with their faces?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was the last what was the last not new film you saw, Ross?
1: Um, of all things it was, and this it will sound like a porn night film. White chicks. Uh, <laughs> wh- yeah, white chicks. No, it was um um the uh, <laughs> I've just read the same person who messaged about um, uh, Vasquez and Guildford and Watford. Has just said, "What the fuck was Liam Neeson doing playing Rob Roy?"
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, Mel that's Gibson. Amazing. Mel Gibson, an Irish, and
1: Playfall, yeah, right. exactly. An Irish person playing this guy. Jesus, Right,
0: <laughs> so, God! Was anyway, it? What was the last sorry, film? Sorry, so.
1: the last. That's the amazing. Sorry, um, the last film that I saw, olden times, uh, was uh, an '80s action, which does sound like a porno, called "For Taking of Beverly Hills." Which at the time was a super high concept action movie. I don't know if you remember it. I uh, vague memory. It starred Ken Wall, uh, Robert Darby, Matt Frewer, and a whole hope oh Branscombe Richmond has an amazing role. In oh, it. Nice. <clears throat> <clears throat> and it's the idea that literally Beverly Hills, you know, the notoriously wealthy, oh yeah, I have label, seen this. Yeah. Gets, gets ransacked, like kind of gets looted by this professional team of robbers who are essentially the cops. They're like a strata of the cops who've had enough, and it's like. It's fantastic. Like, I mean, it's it's like goofy nonsense, but it's fantastic. The action's I, great. It's very funny. Uh, the idea of an American footballer, it's a bit like if the Boz was actually a hero as the uh, Boz, got like in Stone Cold. You know, Ken Wall's really good in it. Um, it's got yeah. all of the silly 80s tropes, you know. Um, but what's fascinating about it is a tiny thing of it that's really cool is that the American footballer who's our hero, he's not like an ex-cop. He's an American footballer. So he gets a cop on the side who's actually one of the bad guys and matt Fruy he's essentially what but he's like a more sympathetic bad guy and he's like i don't know guns you have to stick with me these guys are all armed to the teeth and it's like it's oh kind of nice a cool idea. it's kind of a cool idea The hero he's tough he's big and tough and all of that and by the end of it he's using guns you know like just, at some point my bust just go like how are we going to do this but but not much like he's not he doesn't turn into
0: john mcclain like he's it's really fun like and it- it's
1: takes a while to get going, but it's really,
0: yeah. really, enjoyable. It's really I, enjoyable. I like it. You don't see enough of those action films with a twist. I remember when, when we were making Ten Dead Men, I pitched you the idea, and you you hated it. And like mm. I get why you hated it. Uh I still love it, but it's just it's this idea that that the lead character should only kill the ten guys, and anyone yes. else just wound or put out a commission. So yeah, like,
1: I, mean, I, I don't th- I don't think I hated it. I think it was just more along the lines of. It, it made it, I think it, it, it was just that it would limit us in what he could do. Yeah,
0: it was. made everything a lot more complicated to do, and on on the budget right. level we were playing with, it was a lot yeah. harder. But I just love the idea that he wouldn't kill anyone unless it was. He was so driven to kill those ten people. Yeah, the rest of it, he just would like he'd wound, he'd maim, he'd like. Yeah, yeah probably would kill them all. Let's be honest, he's going to stab them in the leg. Let's be honest. I,
1: and also, to be fair, for the most part, the people who he kills aside from those are literally trying to kill him. Like, yeah, it's not. I mean, they all are. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, I, I do. I do. In principle, I would have agreed with that if we could have done it in the way that would have worked. Like, like I think I. I don't. Yeah, you know, in, in certainly a twenty twenty hindsight. Yeah, I think
0: that's probably
1: a better way. Probably a better way to do it.
0: It was. But, it was always an interesting idea, and like, I. I can see why we didn't do it. Right? It was like yeah. it just does complicate things so much, and also you risk it becoming like an episode of the fucking A team where everyone's just laying on the floor after B A. Yeah like push them off of a cliff and all of a sudden they just they get out the car and they're just like they're fine yeah anyway Artemis Fowl foul was shit wasn't it yeah that's the end of the podcast everyone. But... <laughs> oh my god mate honestly
1: uh, i i okay so just my background is, so i've never read the books No. Uh, i've got friends who have read the books and loved them i've got a couple of mates who've read the books and don't like them or read the first one didn't like them at all so there's there's a balance there right and i've been interested in it except except I did not know the actual story, right? So I don't think Kenneth Branagh did either, did he? Well, I mean, I heard, or I've read a few things about the, the script of Gory, the, the books and stuff. And and look, adaptations are adaptations. I've never personally had a problem. When if you if a film is a good film, regardless, personally, I like that. I never get. A couple of occasions where i feel like oh, you know what i mean like when you know the property um but overall i've never really had a problem with a film being an adaptation of what the material is because yeah. that's it's a different medium and all of that stuff right um so i had no idea i was i was absolutely heartened that the film is like 94 minutes when i oh, when I saw i know song. right so I initially like you know and also, some friends of mine worked on it, so you know you're always going to be kind of interested in, in that. And also, Ken Branner, Overall, I haven't seen Cinderella, but overall, I like Ken Branner films. Overall, yeah, he's a solid. Like, he's a, he's a the solid, solid worst director. His seen is solid. Yeah, yeah, like at worst he's solid, and at his best, I think he shines. Like I just do. Like um, and you know he attracts good cast and all of that stuff. You know, um, and he's a good. I think he just comes across as a good egg as a person, right? Whenever you hear him interviewed by, like, Komodo Mayo or whatever, like, he comes across as affable and fun, regardless of reality. But he comes across as an affable, likeable chap, right? And, you know, he's talented as an actor. Anyway, um, you watched the whole film, right? All of it. So I watched half an hour, but I was ready to go minimum 20 minutes in. And I'd, Oh, and, and just the backstory to this is, again... A couple of people who I know who love the books absolutely hated it. Like they were messaging me well before I watched it, just like like I would message you. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like we okay. messaged each
0: other when we were watching, like um, he who dares or whatever the fuck it was called, right? Yeah, you'd just...
1: have to name, you'd have to name, you'd have to give it any... <laughs> every episode
0: uh, until I break <laughs> you and you agree to do my commentary episode. I met, I'm every episode.
1: Um, I mean, your commentary will be my my, would
0: just be like kind of going <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> just that it'd be like <sighs> uh, but yeah and I, I get that right I get I get why people that would have liked the books would hate this but I also get the fact why anyone with a fucking pulse would hate this as well because I'm going to use a word I don't use very often and I've used it twice this year careful inept <laughs> yeah oh, <right. laughs> Well, uh, that was a fucking funny <laughs> dodge, wasn't it? Um, a net, right.
1: Yeah. A so net. No, con- no context for that whatsoever.
0: now I'm going to use a word that I'm not right. supposed to use. Oh, hey, well, and yeah. I'm not, but a net. And I, I use this word yeah. with Doolittle, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Doolittle was beyond the net. Well, should know better, right? Yeah. But there is a moment in Artemis Fowl, and I text you this, and sadly you haven't got to this mm. bit. Yet, I haven't got right? to it yet. Yeah. You have to get to this bit, if nothing else, where Judy Dench arrives. So, this Judy Dench with fake fake fairy ears, the I mean, one she looks, they, they are, but the ears are absurd. Absurdly. Like, they, right. they don't look real and, like, at all. And she turns up, like, talking like like this, but in an Irish accent. Well, are um, you aware? Did we talk about. Right, so just hold on this on, point.
1: I'll, okay, go on, go uh, on. You, yeah, and then I'll get so, to that point. Yeah, so she why.
0: arrives. And she arrives on a fucking fairy spaceship. And she's in the yes. window of this fairy spaceship. And it just genuinely reminded me of when Mick Jagger made his entry <laughs> in Jack. Do you remember? I mean, like, that, that is one of the greatest entrances of all it's time. It's like, you've got he's... all these vehicles and, like, the, these tanks pull up and the like, top of the tank let's, opens let's up. Let's do it. it let's it goes, do it. It's a... Okay. Let's
1: do it. <laughs> But also just before that, I cried with laughter, but, by the but way. But just before Wait. that, before he says that like, doesn't he like flip the vice with a helmet up or something? Just, yeah, I think it's so, like, yeah. a, it's like okay. a child
0: flipping up a space man. Yeah. And and this so Judy Dench turns up, and I swear to God, I just started uncontrollably laughing. I was like, I'd held my shit together for mm. so long, but yeah. there was a point where I was just like, is this a fucking joke? Well, it might because be I, yeah Branna. Yeah. Like Probably a hundred... I'm going to look the budget up in a second, right? X amount of millions of pounds.
1: Yeah. It's got to be a hundred million
0: dollar movie, right? I what mean, it's got to be. The actual fuck mm. is going on. Did, yeah. did no one... Tur- I mean, I, firstly, I don't even know why this was a fucking question mark to put this on Disney+. Plus. You know, this should, have, this should have gone straight to fucking Dave. That's how bad it is. Mm.
1: I, I it really did surprise me. Like I mean, I mean, like I, I. So very briefly on Julie Dench, I didn't know, and this is going to come back in a second. To she can me. act
0: so bad. <laughs> no,
1: well, no. Um, I didn't know. that she apparently, again, maybe this needs to be checked. Apparently, she has throat cancer. Oh. And I and I've been making this joke about the fact that she and Josh Gad. Both sound like they have throat cancer, like 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 Christian Bale
0: Batman level throat cancer. Yeah. Um, and I said, <laughs> but I said it's ridiculous. Well, like, I think I think hold right. on, hold on. Hold on. So, so let's let's just let's specify that Batman, uh, the Dark Knight rises, Christian Bale throat cancer.
1: Especially, especially Batman. Yeah. Because
0: that that's what? like Batman Begins is fine. The Dark Knight, yeah. like well, the can, Dark I... Knight
1: is it gets worse because if the Dark Knight he does it when there's no one around and you you just and you just go why would you talk like that if there's no one so that's that's what that's right like it's like oh oh, yeah
0: so i'm gonna go and get some food
1: there's no one else in the world i'm still talking this way oh no i'm gonna get some pizza buckets like it's like what so (laughs) and the reason this bit came up the reason this bit came up at all was i there's so many reasons why i stopped watching it but I'll just take a couple of the really major, well, a few of the major issues. By the 30th minute, out, out of a 94-minute film, our hero Artemis Fowl has done exactly nothing. Like like he's gone nowhere, and and, that, and that's one thing. And I have a I have issues with that. Secondly, this film, and this is the thing that I posted on Facebook, has two voiceovers. Yeah, it, it's it's got Josh Gad, who at first you don't even realize what he's doing. And then you realise because he's talking to a camera when he's been, he's been arrested or something and he's talking to a camera. And then through the movie you start to realise no, he's narrating the film. So this is all flashback, which I hate. It's like Domino and all that shit. Like when that, now the entire movie, unless it moves forward from this point later, is a flashback. And you've got Josh Gad narrating a kids movie like this. It's a kids movie. Oh, this, narrater, that whole
0: Josh Gad thing speaks like, like and that must have been done afterwards
1: right I and how it know, yeah, yeah yeah
0: and how it plays out how that wraparound plays out right? blatantly is we needed something so my gut feel of this is that much like do little it was reshot it was like,
1: none of it made any sense
0: no and there's, there's got to be an hour on the cutting floor so Two two things. Um, Judy Dench, I don't think, does have throat cancer, but she okay. does have progressive eyesight issues. Oh, okay, um, so, okay. But well, I mean, yeah. to be fair, that probably would have helped with this script. Well, actually, the yeah. budget was only—I say only, but relatively—125 million, which is.
1: I know that's not a lot of money.
0: For a relative kind of mid-budget movie. film these days.
1: These, these days. So just just on the point, so I, just so as I wrap up what I was getting at, sorry though. So you've got the two point. You've got that. Yeah. Josh Gad voice i mean it's like, again i can't it's a kids movie and it's not a horror movie you know what i mean like like his voice is absurd also can't get away about how much he looks like jack black cannot get away from that at all like in terms of his look with the beard and you know the long hair and everything um but then you have a second voiceover which is in the form of Artie reading his dad's diary colin farrell and and it, it's a second voiceover but most of what he does until the point where I have stopped is read a diary uh, from his dad. Yeah. And and not only is it Colin, I, I like Colin Farrell plenty, right? But like you you don't get the hero doing stuff and finding stuff out. You get him reading a book, or, or Colin Farrell's voice telling us what's going on. So there's that as well. And every the number of times that the words Ireland and Irish are said. In that first thirty minutes. Oh my god,
0: it's <laughs> bewildering.
1: Like, Mate, like it's bewildering.
0: You've not it, got it, to the it's... bit where the fairy army invades his house.
1: No, I have. Well, but that's another. That's what I'm getting. Right. <laughs> so this is kind of where I. This is where I actually kind of checked out. This is where I checked out. Was you, you, you,
0: we, we, we that we, long?
1: We, 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 well, well, no, no. I mean specifically got like, and then I was like ten minutes late. We we see this fairy land. Like we suddenly just see this fairy land. There's yeah. no sense of introduction. It's just we're now in a fairyland. There's no, it's not art it's not our hero finding the fairy. You know, like Narnia going through the wardrobe and finding yeah, it. Yeah. like we're we're not with a he- our hero. We're suddenly in fairyland. And as someone who watching, looking at the post of the film and not knowing the story, this to me looks like an almost like a kid espionage, maybe slightly sci-fi-y, um, but like a deve- like globe-trotting adventure or something with like a kind of cool James Bond Jr. type vibe, right? Like, kind of. There's no sense that there's the bloody stone and, and all, like, the electrical and shit. So the moment that hit me, I was like, I do not understand what's going on. Yeah, and it so, li- in, And this introduction to this character, is it Holly Short? Yeah. The introduction is absolutely terrible. Like, it's terrible. Who is this person? Doesn't she She's have possibly, a voiceover? Is she a cop? I mean, she might have a voice. If she has a voiceover, I'm totally done. Because I think I she's she's 80. She might, uh, you're right. She might know. Yeah, she's 85 or something. Yeah. Or something. And like, and then we get Judy dead. And and as I as I'm watching, my brain is just going, I I am
0: done. Like I'm done. Like I can't. Yeah. It, it, and it's it's one have of I'm the left. hardest cuts in a film to go from. And they talk about fairies in that. And then all of a sudden, it's like, and yeah, literally. From Ireland to Fairyland, and you're just like, well, that's oh. just weird, right? That, like, yeah. it makes no sense. And, like, there is a point where the fairies have to come to Artemis Fowl's manor. And by it. the way, can I just say for the record, can we get over this shit of calling our lead character the same as our lead character's dad?
1: Yeah, but what is that about? Like, I don't even understand what that is. Why does he and- have to be- Is that in the film? I mean, if it, I'm sorry, is that in the If it's in the books, I mean, fair enough. But, maybe, like, maybe. Why? why? It's
0: just... Like, I'm not joking. It, it got to a point where I was genuinely just sat there just going, this is amongst some of the most inept, big-budget filmmaking I've ever seen. Like, Did
1: I message you? Did I message you? I might have messaged you. I, I might have messaged John, my my, my business partner, because, again, he was the person who particularly loves this film, lo- loves a book, sorry. The opening titles alone were so stu- like like white white text on black a Kevin yes. Branagh film uh, a shot of a film uh artemis fat like, like it was all super bland like for a for a, for an escapade adventure movie like it was unbelievably bland like like just like the most perfunctory like the editor just went i'm going to take an hour to do the credits <laughs> i got,
0: I an, if, hour. Still, I got like, an hour i got an hour before I, lunch I know, I'm
1: gonna, I know i'm only going to do that like i am dedicating one full hour with the most boring text. With the most, I literally, I think it just. I think it has a couple of shots between each uh. title, like like super super not interested, super no no care. You know what I mean? And I, it sounds silly to say that, but when I see, I've seen a couple of films like that recently, and you just go, oh, they don't give a shit. <laughs> they
0: don't because
1: it's, because but it's such an age 80- Because, but also, you don't have to put a lot of effort into making no. it. Like remember, nine times better than that. Do you remember about, like the eighties,
0: like when you used to have full on title sequences that were just white right. writing on black credit black yeah. cards, and, and the they go on for like ca- two tango, minutes.
1: Tango and Cash does that. Like, yeah. like, like there are films that do it, but there's, there's something about. But you forgive
0: Tango and Cash because it's Tango you and
1: Cash everything. But I just, everything. but I just, I just, you know, but but just this like something so lack of interest, lack of care about doing that. It's, it's like sub TV shows do it better. Yeah it's, I mean, better
0: it's it, it is genuinely one of the most boring and inept film. now I'm gonna I'm gonna qualify this by saying my daughter thought it was okay.
1: and I, I will say a couple of friends of mine posted online to say their kids did like it, and that's fine. like by the way, I know it's a kid's film, but I've seen the ple- but, 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 but one that does it for me, the one the, the thing I couldn't stop thinking about was the kid who would be king. The yeah. Joe Cornish
0: movie. I mean, I wasn't that is, even that much of a fan of that, to be I, fair. I so. thought,
1: I honestly thought it was spectacular. Like, because to me, it was like a kids, a children's film foundation type movie, mixed with like a reasonably big budget. Do you know what I mean? And I yeah. think that there's there's humour in it. The story is clear, the legend is clear, the characters are clear, and our kid does stuff. <laughs> like the kid, the kid does stuff. He goes on the hero's journey, and in theory from what I could figure out, Artemis Fowl should have some of that. And it just doesn't have any, I, I know I've only watched the first third, but I've watched the first third. And here I it doesn't do anything. You know, and can we get into the butler? Like what's
0: that? oh, I, and I, that?
1: I love him. He's a great actor. But what's happening?
0: Um, I mean, you don't even want to fucking go there, mate. Like,
1: for 21st century what's going uh, on there i
0: cannot even tell you how bad that bit gets
1: oh really oh, God.
0: yeah it's
1: embarrassing i, I just I, I, my whole thing was I feel embarrassed for people and i you know i'm, I'm ripping into it and I, I feel maybe it's a bit unfair and I've said to people i would rather feel this way about a film than just go meh like there's something about getting kind of like fired up about it like I don't want to. Ha- I really don't want to hate on it. Like it's all very well to talk about hating films and stuff, but I'm for for the for the pedigree and for the caliber and for what I understand to be the source material. Yeah. This is simply unacceptable in this day and age. Yeah.
0: Like I no, don't, totally. I don't where
1: the ch- where's the charm? It's
0: the, It's got. It's, it's nothing. It is a. It, it is a. There is a. There is a bit where you're going around Fairy Kingdom, and I was like, oh. Oh, so so now I get it, right? This is an advert for a Disney ride. It's a trailer, mm-hmm. right? Um, so before we wrap up the podcast, just want to say one thing before we go. Um, are, we cinemas... not, are we not talking about?
1: Hang on, hang on. Are we not talking oh. about this for another
0: hour? No, I, I just <laughs> oh, okay. I just couldn't. Um, but it's bad. Um, so cinemas are due to open in the middle of June, like July,
1: tenth of July. I've had emails, tenth of
0: July. <laughs> I'm super happy. Um. I'm I'm gonna be going back to cinema to support cinema. But what I'm even happier about is there's fuck all to release. So they've made a massive catalogue of a back catalogue of films available for cinemas to show. Films like Back to the Future, all the Harry Potter films. Oh quite, dude,
1: dude, 40th anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back.
0: Yeah. I mean That's exciting. Like, all of these films are gonna be in the cinema, hopefully, um, you know, to fill the screens that CineWorld can't won't have anything to fill with. And that makes me So unbelievably happy that I'm going to be able to go back and see all these amazing films in the cinema to my daughter to see it. Like, this is what cinema should be. I totally get that, like, they want to do 48,000 screens of the latest fucking James Bond film. By the way, the oh, do you want to have you read the rumor about the Bond film? Shall I tell you? Is it going to piss you off if you know? I don't know. Might as well. Okay, apparently Bond has a kid in this film. has no one watched Superman Returns?
1: <laughs> actually, actually, scratch that. Nobody watched Superman Returns. No, no one. I watched it. Ralph was amazing in it, but the film was such a misfire.
0: Brandon Roof was awesome. He was fucking amazing. He was amazing. And, and it, the fact he got to play Superman—that Superman again—I Superman know. Post Lois Lane died. I know. I know. Oh. He did. He did an incredible, like incredible job. Yeah, but um, yes. Yeah, so all these films are coming back to cinema. Uh, hopefully. Um, so that that is amazing. And uh, yeah, Bond's going to have a kid. So Ross, where can our wonderful audience find out more about you? I mean, if you wanna.
1: <laughs> uh, at Ross Boyes for all the social things, at Evo Films UK on all the social things for evolutionary films. And of course, at Vengeance Film UK, uh, for which there's a lot of reviews now. <laughs> so please uh, jump on board and, you know, get announcements and clips and trailers and things. It'd yeah. be lovely to hear from you.
0: And we'll, we'll like I said, we'll be doing our uh, Vengeance uh to special pretty soon uh yeah special t- um but don't worry it's not going to be just a fluff piece of me saying oh you're wonderful um yeah, uh, <laughs> you really uh, because like it's a cool cast so I, I, we're going to do we're going to basically do a normal podcast but with a lot of the cast of the film um and then i'm going to get them to tell me just how many times ross said the phrase that was great one more <laughs>
1: Well, one no, over, but one that used to piss people off was that was perfect. Let's do, this. Let's do
0: it again. Yeah, that's it. Like, like <laughs> you literally, like, like I remember doing a, a, a gag in Left for Dead <laughs> where perfect. I had I had to jump over a kitchen counter using a trampette and land on a mat behind. Yeah. I am not a trained stuntman for the record. Um, and like it, it was it wasn't the, the largest space, right? And it it took the first attempt. I went into the wall. That hurt. <laughs> The second attempt, I went into I the other have counter. Laughed, but it was really funny. It was. And it, took, it probably took me six attempts to nail it. And each attempt, a little bit of my back disappeared. Because it was about a four foot... It's a proper, like, kitchen counter. I was going on a trampette, over, no padding, because we didn't do padding. Nah. And I, I nailed it. And it was fucking brilliant. Like, I cleared the counter completely. Didn't even put my hand down. So genuinely, like, I've been properly chucked over. Um... <laughs> And all, all I could hear while I'm laying on the floor, like going, oh, that was amazing. Like, all I could hear is Ross going, oh, "That was perfect. Let's do it again.
1: <laughs> and that's I, just like... I, promise, my, my, my understanding Not of the word, perfect evolved years later.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's like like, like you're laying there and literally you haven't given everything to this and you just hear, that's perfect. Let's do it again. And you're just like... <laughs> I think, yes, that was my problem. <laughs> my problem was...
1: I liked it so much, I wanted to see it again. That, I should have understood that.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, at I understood I, I, I way too late. I, I actually I actually think your problem was that you very much enjoyed seeing me hurt myself. <laughs> oh, shush. Yes. Because,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Phil, <laughs> like, Phil, what are you saying? Yes. Cause,
0: Cause, and anyways, actually, you know what? You one day.
1: thinking about it, you were like my Bruce Campbell.
0: I was. I know, I was. I was. And much oh. like Bruce Campbell, I've not been allowed in your later films. <laughs> oh, God. <That's laughs> really upsetting. <laughs> You'd be welcome in Vengeance 3. Hey, look, if there is a Vengeance 3, when there's a Vengeance 3, I genuinely want to be part of it. Even if That'd it's just... On, sh- I want to shemp one day on Vengeance we should get everybody,
1: 3. We should get everybody back to be like Christmas. Um, actually, you know what, <laughs> this,
0: really this, does, this does make me... Um, make me think that i i do want to get together like a few of the cast of left for dead and just have a kind of catch up because we haven't done that for a while there's so many great stories of that film i've got such fond memories of that but anyway, let's,
1: let's try for the first weekend of july
0: <clears throat> let's do it and let's record it and let's make it a podcast uh uk for the podcast review and everything that goes with it um phil quick review on twitter ross and phil talk movies on instagram we'll be back Uh, at some point with another episode of Ross and Phil talk movies, Uh, support cinemas when they open up. Um, Don't take like, like the world's over the world is going to 11 and we're probably going to send to a little bit at some point. So all this craziness about films being banned or taken off and, Warnings before everything will settle down and we'll find the right balance. I think it's yeah, that's true. That's
1: true. That's and before,
0: right. I am vengeance retaliation. Um, Ooh, I'm crazy. really looking forward to seeing it. Um, and we'll talk about it a bit more in the future. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. The film is available to pre-order now. By the way, I should have thought that through. Yeah, um, that's kind of cool.